The national hunt season is in full swing and Community Radio Kilkenny City 88.7 FM have got you covered. With all the action from the A&T Grand National with thanks to Christie's Bar, Upper Patrick Street, Kilkenny. Get the inside track from Seamus Brophy as he marks your card each day of the Aintree Grand National Festival. Racing coverage on Community Radio Kilkenny City, proudly sponsored by Christie's Bar, Upper Patrick Street, Kilkenny. And coming soon, Christie's Whiskey Bar. Christie's Bar for the best seat in the house. Time to talk soccer on Community Radio Kilkenny City with Offside Soccer. Brought to you by TRP Hebron Industrial Estate Kilkenny. Good evening and you're welcome to Offside, your weekly soccer programme here on Community Radio Kilkenny City. Thanks to Morris O'Connor for the last hour of Kilkenny Today. Kilkenny Today is, of course, on each weekday evening from 5 till 6. Uh, the, the, the band is, the full band is here again tonight. Bear Scott, how are you? I'm good, Jim. Thank God. Did you enjoy that Liverpool Arsenal game? Oh, the weekend? Brilliant, brilliant. Cracking game. Brilliant. Cracking game. Brilliant. Liam Kelly O'Rourke. Evening, lads. How are we? We'll talk about it later on, but the difference between Liverpool and Anfield and the Liverpool away from Anfield is... is Chalk and cheese. It's amazing, isn't it? Chalk and cheese. Queeve Green, Allen. Yeah, Frank Lampard. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> another welcome defeat for back, Chelsea. Welcome back, Frank. Welcome yeah. back, Frank. <laughs> Very little chance of Frank getting that job full time, yeah, I reckon. I Very little chance. Any self-respect whatsoever? In yeah. the Lampard household. <laughs> <laughs> Look, and as always, a little bit later on, a little bit later on, we'll be looking back at all things Premier League and, and we'll be looking ahead to the Premier League and the, ch- the Champions League quarterfinals, of course, are back tonight. Uh, the taxback.com text line, if you'd like to contribute anything to the programme, is, as always, 086 353 That's 086-353-7782. Taxback.com is, of course, a Cluntech company. But as always... We have to start with the with the local stuff. That's the bedrock of everything that we do with this program. The whole idea why we do it is to is to promote as much as we can locally. And uh, last weekend, at this time of the year, of course, it's all about quality rather than quantity. You know what I mean? A lot of leagues now, and we'll be talking about different situations that leagues are more or less wrapped up now. So it's about the quality of fixtures, big cup games, and the whole lot. But last weekend there was an amazing game played in Dublin last Saturday, being the quarter final of the Leinster Junior Cup. We're joined the line now by Freebooters. There, Davy Rice. How are you, Ricey? Well, Cash, how are you? Not too bad, not too bad. Listen, that was mad. I was following out on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and everything last Saturday. You, of course, played in it. It must have been, was it the craziest game you ever played? Just to tell people, it finished 4 all after 90 minutes, 4 all after extra time, and, and you won 7-6 in penalties, yourself scoring the decisive penalty. I know listeners will probably find that very hard to believe, but it was actually David Rice that scored the decisive penalty. You've played a lot of games in your life, Davy. Was that the, was that the maddest? I'll tell you, Jim, to go back, I was thinking earlier on, and I thought you might ask that. It's up there with that Oscar Trainer semi final we played down in Clare at the time. That yeah. was a mad game, too. Yeah. It was always, it was crazy, I tell you. I, I think I um, went through every emotion possible that day, um, or that Saturday. I went through every emotion possible, like from ecstasy or two up, I think maybe after 20 minutes. And we weren't, say, all over them or anything like that. Um, Jamie Holden kind of took a snapshot from distance after two or three minutes from the edge of the box and just nestled in bottom corner and then we scored from a corner so albeit not being all over him we were 2-0 up but and then the comeback <laughs> after 40 minutes yeah, they had a lad there centre midfield Donnelly I think was his name and geez, he, he, he took a lovely shot there from edge of the box 
in bottom corner then he took a shot from 35-40 yards and I mean it was hung and that's leading up to half time three or four minutes to half time you're just thinking get us in get us in regroup and that's what happened it was two all at half time so everyone said god that's a crazy first half it'll surely settle down now but that's not it, what happened it, two two at half time but then you're kind of saying you're in the same position then as you were at the start of the match you might think they kind of have the momentum going but 10 minutes into the second half we went 3-2 up then 3-all 4-3 4 all oh it was <laughs> mad oh madness but then that and it was 4-all with about 20 minutes to go wasn't it like so it, it, it did actually calm down a little bit I suppose what happens in those situations is kind of say wait look at do we hang on to what we have here and take a chance with extra time and I suppose that kind of mindset sets in for both teams yeah um during the game, like we we got a good handle on the game there in the second half, and um, we went three two, then conceded to go three three, uh, and then almost straight away went four three. Shawnee Bulger with a grey header from a free kick, a uh, free kick whipped in, and he had a grey header into the bottom corner. But then we missed a glaring one on one. We hit the post. This is brought to bring it five three, and I was thinking, oh, this may not be our day. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. There, there was chances going to beg and clear chances as well and then we had a free kick on the edge of their box and it was stopped by the keeper and they literally broke the whole pitch and sprayed it out wide and whipped in a ball and the lad had ran down the whole left and tapped it in at the back post so the extra time then it kind of both teams it, 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 the, the NTN nature stopped it in the extra time yeah, yeah, well, there were still teams, there was half chances for both, and um, they had a fella actually sent off then with two minutes to go in the game for a second yellow card. Their number six was sent off for, um, just as I said, a second yellow. So then when they hit the shootout, we had to take one lad off, so it had to be 10 v 10. To be luck, credit to the lads, they dug in. Some of the younger lads, Jamie Holden, there had a fantastic game. Joe Banville had a fantastic game. Leon Hayes came on and played a brilliant part. Harry Jordan came on and scored a worldie of a goal to put his 4-3 up with almost his first touch of the ball. And then three of the lads that stood up and take penalties were three of the lads that came off the bench. Yeah, and and, and that's been the case all season, isn't it? Just, and um, the bench has been very, very strong for you. And, and I heard someone, some of the lads was telling me on, on Sunday that, that that, in fact, probably won the game for you at the weekend, the fact that you were, take, you were bringing on lads as good as the lads you were taking off. Yeah, 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 100%, 100%. There would have been lads disappointed there, but um, it's kind of nature of it and the look of it. There's a good bond there at the minute. And there's, um, lads dig in, and as I said before, like, the trainings are very good. The lads, like, when you have a good buzz going, it's easy for everybody to be buzzing, if you get me. Yeah, yeah. When you're kind of getting the results that you want. Like, it was very hostile atmosphere up there. There were scramblers flying up and down the side of the pitch. There was a team was on after us there. Old County were on the pitch yeah. after us so they were there for the whole match watching they were cheering on the boys that we were playing because yeah. I guess they're kind of like um, all from the one area or something so yeah. there was a lot of shouting and jeering when their penalties were going up and then you could hear a pin drop when they had to go up and take theirs and listen the penalty shootout was they scored their first he scored your first six they scored their first six that in itself is highly unusual in junior soccer and then uh uh, the big centre half for Boosters grabbed the ball and says I'll go up and bury one now lads is that what happened? Well, I don't think it was that straightforward <laughs> but, uh, look technically I don't think it was the winner uh, I scored and they missed so ah, well. I'm, not to, I'm not claiming to score any winner there or anything. <laughs> I just, 
went up, put their head down and made sure I tried to hit the target. Listen, the semi-final now, um, Thomastown, of course, can join you in the semi-final. They play at home to the aforementioned Old County. I'll talk about that in a couple of minutes when I'm finished with yourself. But look, the draw hasn't been made yet for the semi-final, has it? No, the draw is on. There was an email sent out there to the club. I just got notification about an hour ago. There's, the draw is on tomorrow up in, I think, the O'Neill factory in Dublin. Um, they're meeting there at half five. I don't know if that's on at half five then. Um, people were told to be there for half, time, half five club representatives if they could send up two or three, as far as I'm aware. So it's Thomastown then, our old county, and then Freebooters, Gory Rangers and Trim Celtic. I think that's it, isn't it? Trim Celtic, yeah, yeah, that's the one. And I suppose, Davey, at this stage, you know, you'd really like a home draw in the semi-final, I suppose. That goes without saying. Yeah, where's home at the minute, you know? Yeah. Um, like, uh, look, the dream it'd be is if somehow the Astro Fair Green was done and you got a home draw and you could get a big crowd down there for maybe the opening game of that. I don't know if that's a possibility or anything, but you have you have to hope for a home draw. We we were in the semi-final two years ago um, during the middle of COVID and we went down to play North End of Wexford who went on to win it that year and um, they had a massive crowd down there you could get a decent crowd travelling with you but you're not going to beat a crowd that you could have at home yeah yeah, that's the, that's that that goes without saying it look at we'll keep an eye out for the draw quickly on on the rest of the season you have a nice handy one Sunday now in the McCallum Cup <laughs> away to Fort Rangers sure you'll probably only bring out you'll probably only bring out the youth team for that one <laughs> oh, I don't know and you're, you're starting your mind games there already now Tash. there was a bit of sneering and cheering between some of your lads they were there and when we got back to Doherty's on Saturday night there was a few year lads in there and there was a bit of back and forth all in all in jest um, nah look you know anything can happen in a cup game as you see you're after knocking out the holders confidence will be high um, we had a good win last weekend we're going out hopefully now the pitch holds up I'm led to believe that I was talking to Emmett the other night and he said that there's a nice bit of grass on the pitch. Yeah, there is. Yeah, 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 don't worry about that, Reese. You don't have to worry about our pitch. The pitch will be grand. It'll be, it'll yeah. be playable anyway, Davey. Oh, God, it will. God, it will. And listen, and of course... The, the, exactly, let the best team win his way. And of course, the league, it's, you know, you, there's a lot. Uh, there's still loads to be played for in the league. We, you have two league games left, isn't it? One against us and one, uh, of course, the big, and, and, and the big one against Evergreen. Um, yeah. You know, so... Again, that's not a big one if we don't beat G. Yeah. You know, so yeah, yeah. As I try and say to the lads, these things can... Like last year, sorry, just quickly before we go, last year I seen with the lads they were in Lens, they were far on in Leinster, they were far on in FAI, and um, in a league and in in a divisional cup, and in the space of four weeks you lose four games, and you're out of everything, their season's over. So you're going from potentially having eight nine games left to finishing in four. Yeah, you know yourself how it goes. Yeah, but you look at. I hope you win. I hope you know. Obviously, I hope you have a, a continue to have a real good season. I hope you don't win the McCallum Cup. I hope you forgive me for you'll forgive me for saying that. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and look at it's going to be a, and look at it, if it if it turns out to be there's going to be a battle royal between yourselves and Evergreen as always. And uh, you've you so much to look forward to between now and the rest of the season. And uh, the best of luck. And I'll talk to you before the Leinster Junior Cup final. Is that fair enough? <laughs> That's perfect. Thanks very much, Jim, and thanks, lads. No bother. Cheers, Davy. Thanks a million, Racy. Cheers. You Thank know. you. Bye bye. There's some record in that Leinster Junior Cup, like you know. Oh, they're they're some record. Uh, 
just get next weekend's fixtures. They have some record in that in that uh, Leinster Junior Cup. I think they've won it three times as they've a club. Won it three they've won times. it three yeah, times in a club. When you get to the last, when you get to the last four, yeah. you know what could happen. You know, as I said, looking at we we mentioned last weekend's results. Looking at this w- next weekend's fixtures, then as I said, in the McCallum Cup, that's the last of the round of sixteen. That's the Fort Rangers at home to Booters. Uh, at 11 o'clock Sunday morning Dean Celtic are playing Clover then that's the first of the quarter finals that's on the, or it's actually the second there's one on Saturday we'll come to that in a second Dean Celtic are at home to Clover Clover Premier Division team but they've fallen off a cliff over the last number of weeks you know, especially since the hurling came back Dean Celtic have been promoted up out of first division back in the Premier Division next season Clover needs to be really under guard there I wouldn't be surprised if Dean Celtic done yeah. a job on Clover in that as I said the, fir- the first one is actually on Saturday Evergreen 46 they're at home to Highview in the in the McCallum Cup that's at half 7 on Wednesday or on Saturday evening Evergreen 46 believe it or not have had a bye in both of the rounds so far so they've got to the <laughs> quarter final of the McCallum Cup without no, kicking yeah. a ball um, look at Highview I'd imagine look at Highview have had a reasonably good season in Division 1 Evergreen 46 have struggled a bit all season in the, in the third division Cup football is made for shocks but this will be a shock if Evergreen 46 get the better of Highview Highview should claim the first berth in the quarter final um, Evergreen they play Bridge United in the league on, on Sunday Ever, this is Evergreen's game in hand on free booters if they win this they'll go three points ahead of booters with the same amount of games played Bridge United more or less cemented third place last weekend with the win against Canis they've had a really really good season they're actually waiting on the winners of ourselves and booters in the McCallum Cup quarter final but uh, you'd imagine that Evergreen who haven't played in a few weeks now they'll be fresh and raring to go Evergreen should be too strong for Bridge United on the Kells Road on Saturday morning Canises Canises are playing tomorrow evening actually against Ormond Villa um, they only need one point from that game to be champions if they don't guess it they'll have, their, they'll have another crack on Sunday against Evergreen B at 11 o'clock in the water barracks if they win tomorrow night God only knows what will happen in that game on Sunday morning but I'm sure Canises will at least get the one point they need over the next four days to claim the title um, Thomas Town are playing in the last days of the quarter the last uh, the quarter final of the Leinster Junior Cup on Sunday. As I said, this is the last remaining quarter final. As I said, freebooters are already through. Wouldn't it be some achievement for for so, both the clubs uh, and the Kilkenyan District League to have fifty percent of the semi finalists in the Leinster brilliant. Junior Cup? They have no easy task on Sunday. They're playing Old County. Old County actually knocked Evergreen out of the FAI Junior Cup earlier in the season. Um, tough crowd, tough oh, on the yeah. pitch, tough off the pitch. Um, you know, but Thomastown United have a habit in the recent years of winning cup games. Oh. They're a real cup team. They've come through at least two, if not three, penalty shootouts in this competition already, including knocking out St. Paul's of Artane. So, all County will be favourites in this game, but there are no certainties. And if the crowd can get behind Thomas down down there, match the crowd that the Dublin crowd will have coming down, you know, match the, you know, the noise of them. You know, hopefully, hopefully we can have two Kilkenny teams in the last four of the Leinster Junior Cup. Some of the divisional cups... The Division 2, Michael Bourne Cup, uh, two games go ahead in that the weekend. Tullerone, who fresh from their disappointment of failing to be promoted at the weekend, they're at home to Freshford Town at 2 o'clock. And Stonyford are at home to Evergreen Sea. Evergreen Sea, of course, buoyed by that uh, winning the title at the weekend. And in the Shawnee O'Connor Memorial Shield, Spa United are at home to Castle Warren Celtic at 11 o'clock. And River Rangers are at home to East End. That's a great new competition. That's a competition. It's like a, it's a cup competition for the bottom two divisions in the league for Divisions 2 and Division 2. 
country a great new concept and there's three games going ahead in the ladies cup Thomastown and Mill Celtic they were top they were the top two in the league for a long time New Park usurped the second place from Thomastown only last weekend or the weekend before that's a big game in the in the ladies cup Mill Celtic were the best team in the league so maybe they'll get the job done there East End are at home to Evergreen and Vale Wanderers are at home to Lines so as I said, plenty of uh, quality rather than quantity ahead at the weekend. So we're gone a little bit over time for our ad break. So we better go and pay a few bills. And when we come back, we'll look back at the Premier League results from the weekend just gone by. TRP, your one-stop shop for all TRP products and daft parts. Proudly bringing you Offside Soccer on 88.7 FM. We'll start off at the weekend just gone by, lads, and look, at we'll start, we normally start at the beginning and work our way through the way they were played, but I think on this occasion we'll start with the last of the fixtures that was played in the Premier League. Bear Liverpool 2, Arsenal 2. Arsenal raced into a 2-0 lead, looked like they were going to win this game comfortably. Hanging on be a thread is the only way you can describe they were at the very end. And this was, people say the Premier League is the best league in the world, and sometimes you say it's that hype or whatever, but when you see games like this, you know, this is the one of the. This was a really, really proper, brilliant football match. That was great. Yeah, but so look, we we tend to have these games in Anfield. The, the the thing I would say is a few a few weeks back, the, we had a similar match where Manchester United had the better of the first half, but things went a bit pear shaped the yeah. second half, and they ended up on the wrong side of a seven nil. Looking at Arteta after the match last Sunday, I think he was quite happy. Arsenal didn't, you know, go go under as the lads say. Yeah. They were two up. Liverpool came back, made it two all, and you know could have went on and won the match. What would concern me though, Bear, is ten, fifteen years ago, a point at Anfield was always a good result in a title run in. City are gone on one of their famous or infamous oh, yeah. 10 game unbeaten yeah, runs yeah, and it'll probably yeah. go to 15. Well, yeah, it probably will. <coughs> now look, City could still end up winning it. Mm. But I just don't think last Sunday was a disaster for Arsenal. No, no absolutely it not. It was a disaster for Manchester United a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. But Arsenal got a point. And I think Arteta, if someone had to tell Arteta going in last Sunday, you're going to come out of here with a pint. He'd been... Well, he'd have taken I agree. You know, Liverpool's home record is still phenomenal. Like They were the first goals they conceded in the league this calendar year, like, in Anfield. Yeah. You know, and they are still very, very difficult to beat in Anfield. There has to be huge question marks about how they can be so bad away from home and so good at home. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's hard to find a basis as to why that is the case. But no, Liverpool, <laughs> we saw two two sides to them. The first half, they were absolutely dire. They were like the away Liverpool, if you like, giving yeah. the, way, the ball too easily, too easy to play against. They were carved apart for the two goals. You know, you wouldn't have seen that two seasons ago, those two Arsenal yeah. goals. But in saying that, second half, and I have a suspicion, it was the incident with the linesman and Andy Robertson. Who was right, who was wrong, I don't know. But I think between Andy and Jordan Henderson, who went in over to investigate at half-time, I think that gave Liverpool a rise going into the second half. It it energised the crowd, certainly. And I think... That twelfth man. Sometimes it can be a bit of a cliche, but I think it was huge. It was huge in Liverpool getting back into that yeah, match. You could, you could yeah. be right. Yeah, I think it was a mixture of that, and I think Xhaka got involved in in like when Arsenal were two 0 up, and I, I thought when they went two 0 up, that was it, game over. It was going to be comfortable. But Jacka kind of went back to what Jacka was like of a couple of seasons ago, mm. where he was getting involved in stuff he didn't need to get into, and at one stage he kind of went in hard on on Alexander Arnold. 
And that seemed to spark Liverpool back into life and even sparked Alexander-Arnold back into well, life. Well, what it done was, was getting, it sparked the crowd back yeah, into... Yeah. You see, the one thing when you're going away to Anfield is, what you say in the dressing oh. room, if you can quieten the crowd... You're halfway there. Yeah. And they did have the croak, but that particular incident really got... Yeah. You could feel the, the venom growing in the stands, you know what I mean, the night. And then the fact that they equalised so quickly after, or they had pulled the goal back mm. so quickly after it. If he had done that Chaka at the Emirates, I would have actually applauded him because he showed a bit of metal and steel. A little bit idiotic. But when you do it at Anfield... You know, you question his mentality. I think there was there was no need for him to do it at that stage. They were yeah. they were comfortable enough. I know, you know, you have to kind of sometimes, as you say, show that bit of bit of steel, a bit of metal. But getting involved and getting picking up a yellow card for for something like that and being stupid puts then pressure on on you immediately and puts the pressure on the midfield. Mm. And then that's that's when the I think Arsenal come out with this game with a, with a reason with a good bit of credit. To be fair, mm. because yeah. you know, the, and and Aaron Ramsdale made two yeah. brilliant saves right did, at the death yeah, to yeah. save the point and if they do want to win the league that point could be the one could that goes the on one, the, yeah. the only problem I have with for Arsenal is they've lost the little bit of a cushion they've lost that little bit of a of a cushion that they had it's now if you know if City win their game in hand and City beat Arsenal then City go above them they had that little bit of a buffer with those two points and remember not only have they to go to Manchester City they also have to go to Newcastle yeah. You know what I mean, and now it looks like if they're going to win the league, they're probably going to have to win one of those two games to, you know, to get back mm. the points they dropped in Anfield, and, and that's a hard ask for yeah, them. But, but at the same time, Jim, when the season starts, you understand <coughs> you're going to have to do these things anyway. Yeah, exactly. Whatever part of the it's, season, it's just so. when they come so late, you see, they <laughs> yeah. become so important. You uh, know? Yeah, and I, I, I hark back to the point I was making to Bar a few minutes ago. I think 15 years ago that's a brilliant point and it's a brilliant point in the context of how the game went yeah. but I just think City do it every season they go on these runs that they're just unbeatable and I, I sense that's what they're going to do again I don't think City will lose a game between now and the end of the season Bar may be dropping points at Arsenal I'm not sure on that one Arsenal I wouldn't be so sure so I, I think it's a little bit of a setback when you take into account how the Premier League seasons have played out over the past five years. I think it's definitely advantage Man City now again after the weekend. But who's to yeah, say there's not more sweet? The there's more. The, the other side to it, Jim, is that the Champions League is going to play a part in this league, in the Premiership. Because if City get over Bayern Munich, you know, they're in the final of the Champions League. Well, they're in they're, the semi-final. They'll yeah, have to play or, Real Madrid. Yeah. Yeah. Or, um, you Excuse just, me? You just or, well, yeah. <laughs> Real Madrid or Chelsea. <laughs> okay, sorry, Queen. <laughs> or, and, you just don't know what way their mindset is. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, but and you know, I, I still think Guardiola would take the Champions League before he'd take anything. Yeah, well, look, there's no question. We'll skirt over City. 4-1 away to Southampton. Another two for Haaland. You know, it was routine stuff. Southampton did. Southampton, are, are, Southampton yeah, are doomed. Yeah. <coughs> United won 2-0 against Everton. Look at us. We have to get into the, the results that, ref, that all the rest of the results concern the relegation battle. Everton, United won 2-0 against Everton. Everton are still knee-deep in it, Barry. Oh, they are. They're, in it. they're knee-deep. They're, no, there's a lot of knee-deep no, in it. This match this weekend is a terrible empowerment. They're playing Fulham. They're at home. Mm. Yeah. It's a game that they need to win. Yeah, I think, I think Fulham. And can we just give United credit? Because I know you won't do it. Yeah. It could have been a dire <laughs> week if uh, they hadn't picked up the three points against Brentford and Everton they should have probably beaten Everton by more so six yeah. points from nine they could have won recovery. They, they could have, yeah they got six, They got the six points against Brentford and Everton two home games that if they wanted to cement the top four they needed to get them six points and they got them Casemiro is back now as well his suspension is over Erison is back pulling the strings in midfield so I think they probably will 
end up in the top four. But I wouldn't be I wouldn't be lumping a whole lot of money. But they could have scored ten against Everton at the weekend, lads. They could have. Uh, was it was Pickford the cause? <laughs> the apple is up back in the tart with okay. Casemiro. Villa won two 0 against Forest. Villa are really really improving. But Queen Forest, like there's a number of them knee deep in it. Forest are one of them. They're they're struggling big time. Yeah, I think along with Southampton, they're they're the other team that are going to go down for me. I think they're they're really not they're, they're struggling to survive it. But it's it's Villa. I was looking there today since since um, Emery came in in October of last year to get rid of Gerrard when they were they were just above relegation that time and since he's come in I, I see a stat saying that they've actually only they're just behind Arsenal and City for how many games they've won in the season you know, only Arsenal yeah. and City have won yeah. more games than since Emery has taken over which is unbelievable to turn it around and, and they are genuine contenders now for Europa yeah. League football next season Aston yeah. Villa which is a m- remarkable turnaround and we know what Emery can do in Europa League so I mean it'll yeah. be, be unbelievable Newcastle lads they have really turned to tide you know what I mean another good win a 2-1 away to Brentford dramatic game with VAR and goals disallowed and goals not allowed and penalties and the whole shebang but the bottom line is they're, they're winning games they're a good side and your man is a good sign in this Isaac I like him from day one and he's really starting to no, produce the goods for him now he's paying his way all right. I would argue that was the biggest win out of the last three for Newcastle because yeah Manchester United come to St James's it's the biggest game on paper but when United are under the cosh at St James's it can happen it happened sure when Newcastle were struggling yeah. then you go to midweek good win uh, or against West Ham but that Brent, Brentford is the if not yeah. in the top two three places to and, go and they really had to dig it out they were Brentford yeah, they had a goal they were 1-0 down Brentford had a goal disallowed there was different things happened in the game so it was a big big result for Newcastle and, and they're only going to be stronger next season Cueve, because they're going to spend the ball and money well, in the summer it, like, if they do get, to, get that Champions League but and again I, I can't see them doing <coughs> I can't see them doing a Chelsea on it and just throwing the money at players like I mean oh, no. when they got in the money last summer that their, purchasing will, yeah, yeah. their purchasing yeah. will be very targeted their so, purchasing will be very targeted and Eddie Howe lads is really really his uh, his stock is rising yeah. every mm, week yeah. Eddie Howe West Ham won one nil away to Fulham I said it to you on Saturday I think Fulham now lads can be avoided for the rest of the season They're, they had a great season Mitrovic has gone more or less for the rest of the season the manager is serving a, a touchline man I think whoever is you can back against Fulham I think for the rest of the season mm-hmm. they're having a Brighton a Brighton of old they're on their yeah. summer holidays and really it's all kind of irrelevant what they do yeah look speaking of Brighton they lost 2-1 away to Sporters Bear at the weekend and they were robbed ah oh, they were robbed they were robbed they, 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 you know they, they apologised to me what good is good is an apology what good is it yeah they were robbed I see that they were saying it's the third time that uh, is it PGMOL whatever they call them yeah. have apologised to Brighton for yeah. any situation it's the, it's the worst that's the worst of the VAR I think yeah. I've seen between oh. the penalty from Matoma the, the handball <coughs> and all these other I, I oh. still think like, this VAR oh, shocking. has the game destroyed I can't I, I understand but like, <laughs> anyone could have seen that like, you could, we're seeing when you're watching at home on the telly you're getting the same replays as what they're getting in Stockley Park Yeah, you could see that what are they looking at it's like? not the yeah. VAR it's the personnel but of course it is yeah. The technology is fine. I'll, yeah, I'll, be yeah. on the, I'll be in Raheem Duff next Sunday morning and there'll be some poor referee out there on his own trying to referee Fort Rangers and Freebooters. And myself on one wing, on one sideline, and Shawnee and Peter Higgins on the other sideline will be giving out socks about decisions that one man standing in the field in the middle of nowhere has to try and referee a game. These boys have two linesmen and a referee and four lads sitting above in the studio watching the television and they can't uh, get a And right. a nice pay packet. It's a scandal. Yeah. It's a scandal it's, it's, is what it is. I agree with that. Like it's a that's, that's three times and, and probably more that it's happened to them um, but three times where they've had to apologise that's how many points is that lost for Brighton exactly. like they're sitting now seventh in the table 
they, they could have been comfortable enough sitting in Europa League spot ah, yeah, if no, those other decisions had gone no away. Question. It's ridiculous. No Do question. they get financial... But sure, again, yeah, I mean, it's financial. It. I mean, like, you know, what's what good is any of your financial is, is the points. The further up the table you finish, yeah. the more yeah. money you yeah. get. But like, do you know. get any yeah. sort of compensation? Yeah. You know, lads, Bournemouth won one nil away to Leicester. I always, I genuinely thought that Leicester were going to be safe. I'm, I'm starting to worry, really worry about Leicester. They were poor. They were deservedly beaten by Bournemouth. And my problem with Leicester and Cueva, let you have first dibs on this, and we only got a minute on it. The likes of Madison and Harvey Barnes and Tielemans, they know they're going to be gone out of there at the end of the season. And are they really, really going to sweat the blood that's needed to keep Leicester up? I don't think so. I mean, they relied on Madison and, and that for so long and so many games. But, I mean, even you can see with him, I mean, the mistake, the, his mistake led to the goal. It's He's yeah. just... He's, like, he's going to be gone. He's, yeah. like, he will not be playing in the Championship for Leicester oh, next yeah. season. Oh. And he won't be playing in the Premier League for Leicester next season either. He'll oh. be gone. So, And that could be the worry for Leicester as well. <coughs> I mean, we, we've said it nearly every week that there was... There was no investment from from the owners yeah. in the club. What are they going to do if they go down the likes? Like you said, Tielemans will go, Madison will go, Barnes will go, go Jack will go. Are they're, they going to bail them out in the championship? Uh, yeah, they're, 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 I think, Ms. F. Of course, they can't all go. Someone's no, going no, to stay up. I did think that, listen, I wasn't, I wasn't considering them to go down, but letting Rogers go, that, then going into that match last weekend, and Bournemouth beating him, one of the teams under him. And now who they've appointed for the rest of the season? Dean uh, Smith. Smith. Oh, oh, my God. Well, well I say, they're going down. Do you think so? I'm, going, I'm saying that they're going down because so, so when you replace Brendan Rodgers or any other manager, it can go one of two ways. One, you get the bounce or it completely falls apart. Yeah, that's right. Well, and it's fell That down. leads us nicely into Leeds 1, Crystal Palace 5. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who said that Ray Hodges at 76 years of age was a busted flush? Who said that? Wasn't me anyway. Uh, no, but I heard he's back in the run for the English. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Leeds are another like I know they can't all go down Southampton, Everton Nuts Forest, Leeds Leicester someone is going to stay up but Leeds are another team with a huge fight in their hands um, I'm sure look at Square they fell asunder the big problem with that game from a Leeds point of view is they actually they actually gave up and that is that's a worrying um, sign that's a worrying sign for them Leeds have just been fortunate just like the likes of Liverpool have been unfortunate with City being the team they are at the other end of the table Leeds have been very fortunate the last two seasons that there are dire teams in the Premier League yeah. and many it, you go back through the 20 years I'd say in three quarters of them that Leeds team would have been relegated by now yeah there's they queef. yeah and like, what did I say last week about uh, well they'll be missing Zaha they didn't miss him at all yeah um, like they've scored was seven goals but, last but two but the funny part about that game is Leeds went 1-0 up and we're all over him and yeah. should have been 2-0 up oh, yeah. and next thing it's Palace equalised just before half time and then Leeds fell asunder in the second half like that's but Leeds have plan A and plan A yeah, that I proved it Wolves won 1-0 against Chelsea but sure everyone bets Chelsea right we better take we better take we better take the the, ad, the last ad break when we come back we'll look ahead at the games coming up in the Premier League at the weekend and we'll have a quick look at the Champions League which of course is back tonight the team at TRP Kilkenny are delighted to team up with Kilkenny's number one soccer programme, Offside Soccer, only on Community Radio Kilkenny City. 
And you're welcome back to the third and final part of Offside, your weekly soccer programme here on Community Radio Kilkenny City. Our text line once again is 86 That of course is sponsored by Taxback.com, which is a clone tech company. There's a few in there and what's the highlight of them? Uh, we might start with the first one that came in a little bit earlier on um, and Liam kind of mentioned it briefly. Uh, obviously a linesman elbowing a player is wrong but now this, this is coming in from the texter. Hard to have sympathy with Robertson who has become an unlikable player. A pity because he's a very good footballer. Like Roy Keane said, concentrate on football instead of complaining. Yeah, I, I look at we're not going to get bogged down in that, that incident. I think that's after being blown out of all proportions, yeah, in yeah. all fairness. Like, Robertson put his hand slightly on your, and, and the natural reaction is someone puts pull his hand arm, on you yeah. is to pull your arm back to train. Yeah. I think that's after being blown yeah, out of all he, proportions. He, and I like certainly me, hope yeah. the linesman, out in fairness, he looks like he spends a good bit of time in, in the gym, <laughs> that particular linesman. Spends more time in it than I do, anyway. But um, I think that, 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 that incident has been blown out of all proportions. I you know? agree. Oh, yeah. mad. And if that man loses his job over that, well, then the world has gone mad. He brushed yeah. him off, and Robertson should nearly exactly. be charged for touching. Exactly. Him. I mean, that's that incident uh, was other other texts in as well, and it's I, it's about Delhi Alley and the, the kind of the story that's that's come out about him uh, yeah, over the last while. Um, another f- it's the, the texter again here said another failed investment for Everton. No wonder they're in financial trouble. <laughs> yeah. um, he needs help from the FA. You'd wonder, I think, because he's he's Look at from, he, a, from he, a fellow who had the world at his yeah, feet. Yeah, the world at his feet three or four years ago. Like I mean, and he was a great player. Yeah. You know, that goal he scored against Crystal Palace. You know, but ten years ago now. But himself yeah. and Ross Barkley, their stories in ten years' time, whenever the documentary is going to be made, they'll be yeah. very, very sad to uh, watch. That's a sad story. Sad, sad story. Bear, first game of the weekend. We're going to have to go, get through these two of the real form teams in the Premier League play at half twelve: Villa and Newcastle. Is there, a, is there an X beside this for you? Villa at home. Villa at home to Newcastle. Will be a tough nut to crack. Yeah, for Newcastle, yeah. absolutely. And I wouldn't be surprised if they beat Newcastle. Yeah, Liam? It stinks of a one-all. Do you I think? Cueve, I, 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 I'd be along the lines of a draw, I think, because the two are in very, very good form. <laughs> um, Newcastle, I, I always say it, they're very, very good defensively. If Aston Villa are starting to score goals, Ali Watkins playing well, but it's a draw. Yeah, draw. I could see a draw. Score draw. Right, we'll give you first dibs on this one, Cueve. Chelsea at home to Brighton. Chelsea, of course, play Real Madrid tomorrow night in the first leg of the Champions League. They're they're gone in the league. I have to ask you one question. I'll give you thirty seconds. What? Where is Frank Lampard's self-respect? <laughs> like when they came crawling to Frank Lampard, I know if I were Frank Lampard, I know what I'd have told him. I can't repeat the words. They sacked him. And the next thing he got, like, crazy. I couldn't believe when I heard that Lampard. I could understand it from the club's point of view because the, 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 the fans still love him. But they get the, they get mullered by Real Madrid tomorrow night. And I'm telling you one thing, that's going to be toxic in Stamford Bridge for the rest of the season. And uh, there are no certainties to be at Brighton at the weekend. No, no. Like, I think I'm here every week and I'm saying the same thing. And it's there's good movement and good passing and all this. But I'm, just, I'm actually fed up of it now at this stage. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that was... That's the worst I've seen for a very, very long time, that performance against Wolves. Yeah. Um, like they were deservedly beaten. Oh, like yeah, it wasn't yeah. as if Wolves mm. nicked it on the break or anything. Like, you know, no, it was a brilliant goal out of Wolves, yeah. in fairness. Yeah. Same, and Son scored a brilliant goal for Spurs yeah. at the weekend but as well. I, and I, t- I think the reason Lampard is in, and Lampard, he's probably saying, look, I'm going to fill my pockets for the last eight, mm. nine weeks of the season. And But it is, it's, it's as you, like you said, it's to keep, keep the fans happy because we're not going to but, revolt against one of the greatest club legends. Um Look, there obviously is a plan in, in place for next season, but as it stands, I think uh, Madrid could clock up a cricket score against us. Um, it's, well, it's, Madrid, over two legs is hard to say. We'll talk about them. Yeah. Let's inject some positivity here. One, I will say, you could argue Frank Lampard was sacked by a different Chelsea. It's not the same regime. It's not the same employers. Was it not Roman 
his tenure when he was ah, sacked. Doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. Self respect okay, yeah. is a very important thing in well, life. Well, there's and there's you not know. too many Premier League managers with that. And, and the, yeah, but he, and he can and he can afford to have self respect. That's what bugs me about it. Like you know, telling yeah. him to go up and two take Saturday aside they act and just watching the game against Liverpool last week they played the best some of the best football in the league Chelsea are brilliant to watch nine times out of ten if they had a striker they'd be I title know, contenders they should they, be, they they, should the be lovely a, first touch football they're nearly trying to walk it into the they've net they've only spent 600 million sure. how could they <laughs> expect <laughs> the summer, I think the summer there's going to be a massive amount of dead weight gotten rid of oh, yeah. um, but will they get a colour of the money back that they've paid for a lot of these lads <laughs> where's your man where's the Ukrainian lad or the lad yeah, where's he uh, he yeah, only cost ninety million. I know, well, because he <laughs> the first couple of games and he he seemed to be bright and was playing well. And then does he, he have just a D license? I wonder. Is he able to drive the bus? <laughs> <in> the <laughs> <U-M> matches <laughs> well. Well, yeah, it's going to be yeah. It's, I don't know. Look. Right, better Everton are a home to Fulham. Everton. Everton. I've I've already said I think Fulham are a team to, that you can oppose for the rest of the yeah, season. Well, every, this, this is a game now that Dyche yeah, will really have targets. This, this match is so desperate for Everton to win. I agree with you. Dyche still haven't. Yeah, I'd be inclined to agree. Yeah. I think I think this could be a one nil to Everton, but I fancy Everton. Fulham the ideal side to play, and we talk about Merseyside and crowds. If Goodison can't be up for that one, they'll never be up for a match. Yeah, because like yeah, I think Everton they have a, they have a tough run enough of fixtures over the next little while. There's a, there's a lot of away games. So yeah, this is a big one. The games yeah, you know, they've already yeah. had three one nil home wins yeah. under Dyche, and if they're going to stay up, it'll be the late home oh, games yeah, is what's going to do. These are the ones that have to win. Yeah. Uh, Southampton are home to Crystal Palace. Southampton really running out of time. Palace six six points from out of six under. Ray Hudson um, the farm guide says Palace win this Palace win it yeah Southampton are doomed Bear. oh yeah you oh, know, yeah. And, go with that. and Southampton yeah. have been in the top division for a long time Cueve, but it's not looking good for them no. No, last no. match on match of the day Southampton, <laughs> Southampton and Crystal Palace, Palace. <laughs> Spurs are home to Bournemouth um, they were very fortunate to beat Brighton at the weekend <clears throat> having said all that Cueve, Spurs are still strong at home they're still in the in, big time in the in the battle for the top four and probably get the job done against Bournemouth you'd imagine the wood like that it's uh, Bournemouth probably again are going to be targeting home games same as Everton and Spurs they should have the quality to take over yeah yeah clean. the word is should yeah, they have the quality yeah, yeah. Bear, Spurs yeah, win a home to Bournemouth it wouldn't surprise me if Bournemouth had a draw yeah because Bournemouth have improved yeah, a lot lads since Christmas a... in fairness to them and they've given themselves a real like I had them written off they have yeah. given themselves a real fighting yeah. chance of they staying will, up and they will fight yeah they will fight Yeah, and Gary O'Neill is you know will will have that instilled in him in the dressing room you know and the thing is the, the, the coverage around it when he got the job was it was a downgrade how wrong the media yeah. were like I mean I think you know if Gary O'Neill keeps Bournemouth up It'll be one of the managerial performances mm, of the season, in fairness to him. Uh, Wolves are home to Brentford. I've said it all along. I always thought Wolves would be okay under Lopetugi. I still think they will be okay. And I can see them getting a positive result against Brentford, yeah. even if it's only a draw. Lads, even for the teams down there now, every point edges you that oh, little bit say, further up the table. Is fearsome part. You know, yeah. do we fancy Wolves to get a to get a to get a, a, a positive it's, result against Brentford? No. It's hard to know with Wolves. I mean, they're so up and down. I mean, they lost to Leeds a couple of weeks ago and yeah. drew with drew with Forest. Then they go and beat Chelsea. That's not saying much. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Do you know? So it's hard to know. Like we, we've said, Lapatugi has him pretty well organised, but it's hard to know. And maybe at home, you might might give him the benefit. Of the I load. think they'll get a positive result, whether that's only a draw. I think they'll cancel each other out. I think Manchester City are home to Leicester at half five on Saturday and four five one. Well, I mean, you know, this is going to be City. Obviously, halfway, you know, between their two legs of their game against Bayern Munich, no matter what team they put out, they're going to beat Leicester because if Leicester show the lack of effort and fight that they showed at home to Bournemouth last weekend, they're going to get hockeyed in the Etihad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you can. I think Haaland could be out for another one of those hat tricks. I think like, they took him off 
um, to rest them and I think you know Guardiola's going to have them wrapped in cotton wool now for the next while um, yeah oh They'll hock him. It's the beginning of the end for Leicester. Yeah, well, they certainly have a huge job of work on their hands. Right, assuming City beat Leicester Saturday evening, the pressure is going to be on Arsenal at 2 o'clock on Sunday, Bear, and they go to West Ham. Now, I know you have your knife in West Ham. As I said, they can't all be relegated. No, but you reckon they're poor. I think they're brutal. Yeah, well, they're there, yeah. Are they they brutal? You know, is is this a nail? Is this a... Uh, Remember now, this is a London derby. Oh, but look, <clears throat> at this part of the season nothing is you can take nothing for granted no and like this Arsenal are going to be under pressure now after presuming presumably Man City win the evening before this is going to be a huge game for Arsenal well, every they, game between now and the end of the season they're under be pressure but they'll win do you think so? I well West Ham <laughs> against Arsenal is going to be a different beast to West Ham against the Southampton or a, a team in the bottom half I do think as poor as West Ham have been this season they'll put in a performance and with those nerves jangling for Arsenal there'll be goals I think it's vital for Arsenal after dropping points last weekend Cueve. I'm going to go on a li- if Arsenal don't beat West Ham on Sunday well then Man City win the league that's my yeah. I think that's I think if Arsenal drop points away to West Ham I think Man City win the league yeah because I think Arsenal did, like we've said it before they have a, they probably have a tougher run in uh, I, I'm still saying Arsenal are going to win this league I think they'll, they'll beat West Ham and keep it going up until you know that City game is going to be huge and they'll, they could pick up points pick up a point there and, and keep it going but yeah, again, depending on you know that City game, they'll be watching that and they'll say, right, we have then to go out on Sunday and, and show what we can do and I think they'll they'll be... The half-four match bear on Sunday is Forrest at home to United. Forrest, another one of these teams. Some of these teams are going to stay up by default. You know what I mean? That's the way it's just going to work. But if Forrest are going to stay up, it's going to ha- they're going to have to get the points at home. Oh, now, United... You know, you'd have to fancy United Aye, with with, with with the with Casemiro back, yeah. Ericsson back. Not you know, sure. now I know they're playing Thursday night against, isn't it? Seville, who are they playing? Seville yeah, in yeah. the in the Europa League, but you know, you'd have to fancy United to be Forest, wouldn't you? I Liam? Would, yeah, I think so. Could but I, I I have a thing about when the big teams come to town, you scrap the home record, good or bad, and yeah. it'll be a little bit tricky. It might be trickier than you might suspect. Yeah, for yeah, it could be a tricky one for United. You know what I mean? Um, and he's a manager under pressure, Steve Cooper, which mm-hmm. is amazing considering the brilliant job he's done there over the last few years. But they've spent a lot of money and brought in a lot of players, and if they go straight back down, he's going to struggle to hold on to his job. Monday night, lads, Leeds are a home to Liverpool. Uh, can I go out on a limb here and say that there might be a few goals in this? Would that be a fair enough uh, yeah. prediction to make, Weave? Yeah, this is, this is two, two, get, two teams that like to play open football and, and nice fancy football and uh, there could be a lot of goals. Again, look, Liverpool at home and Liverpool away are two different yeah. sort of teams. So that's, that's going to be actually very, very hard to call, which is a surprise really considering where Leeds are on the table. But uh, you, uh, yeah, You'd have to fancy Liverpool, but what well, could throw a spanner in the works is if Leeds got the first goal. Yeah, but they got the first goal against Crystal Palace the other day. I don't mind that. No, but I, 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 that's I, over. Yeah, that's I know. No, fair play, and, and you're right. But that's, that's this is huge, like for Leeds. This is huge mm. for Leeds because oh, yeah. they could actually be in the bottom three by the time the kickoff comes around. You know what I mean? And but it's big for Liverpool as well. I mean, if they if they win that game, they're kind of. Would you oh, put them back in the mix? For the, yeah, not, you, they're not you, in the mix for no, the top four. No, no, not top four, but even for Europa League. Ah, well, we don't want that. Europa Conference, no? Oh, God, worse again. <laughs> right, lads, the Champions League, we have four minutes. Um, the first two quarter-final first legs are tonight. There's only one place to start at the Etihad. Bear, I know you love the Champions League. City uh, and Bayern Munich. I'll and this would have been a brilliant final, City and Bayern Munich. It's I a pity it. they've got drawn against one another so far. I don't mind it. I hope it'll be a brilliant match. I don't care whether it's a final or what. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, over two legs. Do you fancy over City? Over two legs, I think Bayern Munich might hedge it. What do you think, Liam? I think because the second leg is in Munich... 
um, I'm, I'm edging towards them I just I don't trust Man City in the Champions League I think the running in the Premier League is more competitive than they would have suspected with Liverpool out of the picture yeah. so I, I do think City are there for the taking but it'll be, it'll be very very tight Cueve I, I think City will do it I mean it's, it's, the, it's the quality that they have it's Haaland and all that uh, I would like you know I think it'd be interesting to see Tom, what Thomas Tuchel can do with, with Bayern and seeking to get them through but uh, I, I think I'll edge I'll go with City yeah I I, 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 I fancy City but only slightly and mm. I certainly wouldn't have a financial uh, Im, uh, you know investment yeah. into because yeah. I think it's a very very hard one to call mm. and Tuchel's time at Chelsea could play into a, could be an advantage yeah, he knows, City he knows well, the beast yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you know, Bayern Munich <clears throat> are a top, top side and they're a really, really, and they score goals and they're Germans and they have that German winning mentality and, you know, I think it's going to be a cracking game tonight yeah, and it'll be a cracking cool. second leg. Benfica are a home to Inter Milan, you know, this is a, you know, Benfica and Inter Milan, I don't think you think it matters who goes through. They're it's not a huge opportunity it. though. It's a huge opportunity for Benfica. I wouldn't be surprised if Benfica got the job done over two legs. Yeah, I, yeah. I would agree, yeah. Tomorrow night, Cueve, we'll have to give you first dibs then on Real Madrid at home to Chelsea. Discuss. You have a minute, or we have a minute. If Chelsea come through this, I'll run high street in me jocks. Um, come two oh, weeks time. Oh my god! We'll have to. Jeez, I hope Chelsea come through this. I could sell. I could sell tickets for that as a fundraiser. Queen Allen running through high street in these jocks. It's no. Like it's you know you'd want to be positive and say well Chelsea in the Champions League they're, they're a different animal whatever and they they got the job done against Dortmund when we didn't think they would but. Yeah, the way it's going, and it's Madrid. You yeah, know. and Real Madrid in the Champions League. Gleam. Yeah. I think Real Madrid, but Stamford Bridge, uh, second leg. Yeah, but you'd have to be still in it. And I, yeah, but I do think if they get through it with an ill-all draw at the Bernabeu, I think oh, it's I, not a yeah. hope. Where are you? Have you uh, been drinking? <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying to cheer this poor chap up. We're going to have to break the lead. That's the thing. You see, Madrid, Madrid are going to score, and Chelsea just can't. If Chelsea get a positive result in the first leg, better. Just a yeah, are, you yeah, giving, yeah. are you giving Chelsea any chance I over am, two legs? Yeah, I actually agree with Liam. I think that they could get, uh, you know, if this goes to Stamford Bridge with all to play for, yeah. anything can happen. I just, I'd have my money on Real. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but it wouldn't surprise me. And uh, the team that's going to be in the final then are in the other leg. I told <laughs> you, I told you months ago, Napoli yeah. were the team to back in the Champions League. They're playing, and they oh, they're a long way clear of AC Milan in the in the league. And uh, over two legs, you'd have to fancy Napoli. I think the final will be between Napoli and Man City. Man City. Yeah. Just don't dismiss Chelsea. Remember we Di Matteo. You know, Cueve, on the on the on the Champions League. You know the the like the the importance Liam, as yeah. well for the likes of Liverpool. Who are not going to be in the Champions League next season? Like, I mean, it's it's massive, and isn't it? It's going to be massive when it comes to who does Jude Bellingham go to, and who does Rice go to, and all these lads. Yeah, yeah. Well, it adds an extra season to the project. Yeah, that's but, but, simple but Barrett, as that. That's the importance. Like, oh, yeah. and from a United point of view, if they want to sign Harry Kane or they want to sign whoever they're going to want to sign, to be able to offer Champions League football ads is massive, and mm. it, it looks like Liverpool. And Chelsea, unless Chelsea win it, which we're saying or not, are not going to be able to offer Champions League football for next season, Cueve, and that's going to be a big, big part to play in the, the transfer window. Ish, it will. I mean, look, Chelsea have probably invested enough already. You'd, you'd think maybe going into a project the next season with the younger players they have, you know, they might not be looking to spend as much as they had done. They'd be looking to offload more than, than bring in. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is, and that's what players want. They want yeah. that, that big football. But if Chelsea go with the youth system that Arsenal have gone with this season, they've almost bucked the trend. If Liverpool, for example, want to get back to competing for a title, they will not be able to invest in the 
proper players in the middle of the pitch and even at the back without Champions League football which they won't have yeah, that's so it, Bear. rule them out of next season oh. as well Bear, enjoy Bayern Munich and Man City tonight oh, I know you're going to love it you and me will be back with Pat Tracy on Saturday Sport on Saturday Liam and Cueve will be on at different stages over the weekend and all the rest uh, we apologise for not getting to all the text messages thanks very much for listening uh, we'll be back next Tuesday night 6 to 7 good night and God bless the throw from Beatty Maguire oh he's done it join me Jim Cashin every Tuesday evening from 6 to 7pm with an in-depth look at local, national, international and cross-channel soccer with our programme Offside. We will have lively debate and analysis with Burr Scott and many special guests from the world of soccer. So that's Offside every Tuesday night. And Sean McGuire is the hero of the day and the hero of the run. The national hunt season is in full swing and Community Radio Kilkenny City 88.7 FM have got you covered. With all the action from the a and Grand National, with thanks to Christie's Bar, Upper Patrick Street, Kilkenny. Get the inside track from Seamus Brophy as he marks your card each day of the a and Grand National Festival. Racing coverage on Community Radio, Kilkenny City. Proudly sponsored by Christie's Bar, Upper Patrick Street, Kilkenny. And coming soon, Christie's Whiskey Bar. Christie's Bar for the best seat in the house.